when we had this conversation about doing this is to allow other people to hear what we're saying and then determine you know what maybe today mm -hmm. I'm just gonna be a little bit more of who I am Welcome to the podcast, Sis, I See You Too, a podcast exploring topics black women seldom talk about publicly. You'll hear it all here on Sis, I See You Too. Here are your hosts, Cookie and Sparkle. Hi, welcome to Sis, I See You Too, episode three. I'm Cookie. And I'm Sparkle. And Sparkle and I have actually both moved into different roles with different organizations. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> so how do you like what you're doing now? I'm, I'm very excited. Um, I'm really hoping that this allows me to do the work that I want to do in the community. And I am happy where I am. I work with a great group of people, smaller group, um, but they are really good people. And so because we've had the other episodes where we've talked about toxic uh, work relationships, we had this conversation about being your authentic self. How do you show up as your authentic self in, in the workplace and in your life? Absolutely. Um, and I think in our conversation, it was really interesting to see how we're both navigating that and how we're both trying to throw, show up more so as our authentic self in this new chapter. Right. But before we start, I did a little Googling and I found a definition that says what it means to be authentic. Simply put, authenticity means you're true to your own personality, values and spirit, regardless of the pressures that you're under and act uh, to act otherwise. You're honest with yourself and with others. You take responsibilities for your mistakes your values, ideas, and actions align. Is that, do you think that's what it is? I think that's a very Google definition, <laughs> if I ever heard it. Um, I think, it, yes, but like in the simplest form, like you just show up as the you that you are, like your authentic self. If you like purple hair, you show up with your purple hair. If you're covered in tattoos, you show up with your tattoos. You, you show up happy, you show up like, Authentic is not, it's specific to each person. Right. So there is, so, okay, a group of friends are together, right? You got mm -hmm. your girl group, you know, you have some, your male group, whatever, whoever you hang with. It's not everybody being a monolith and thinking the same and acting the same and talking the same, right? Right. Um, you just, like, okay, so, for instance, my girl group, we're all, um, high achievers we're all a certain way when we are together i'm sure if you ever observed us which this time will come you'll be like i've never seen sparkle like that like i am my true self jokes being cracked just i'm at peace and i'm okay with being my true self around them i'm spoiled i'm you know the baby of the group am i gonna whine a little absolutely but you know they know that they know i'm gonna complain about it being 50 million people out here and why y'all got me outside <laughs> i belong indoors but they know i'm gonna have a good time and i'm going to go with them so like they know that that's authentically who i am well i, I you know what i have come to 
realize that about myself, but my journey to being authentic took almost 40 years. Because it is a process. It's a process, right? Because number one, I was the uh, oldest daughter. And um, in the generations of cousins, you know, I fell along the middle because I had some cousins on mm -hmm. both sides of my family that were older than me. And I grew up in a two-parent strict household. Mm. So for me, it was cookie, the dishes better be washed. You need to make sure your brother and sister are okay. Don't y'all leave this yard. And if anything went amiss from that, it was like, why would you let that happen? So I spent a lot of time trying to be not Little Miss Perfect, but making sure that I was doing what I was supposed to do. And what ended up happening, that turned into years of people pleasing because mm -hmm. I didn't know how to do anything else. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate. Um, I'm my mother's oldest child and they're a military family. So it was definitely, you know, be proactive. This is the expectation. I expect you to meet it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Um, while I will say there was sometime room for grace, it led to that, you know, perfectionism that, you know, everything has its place. Your appearance, when you step out the house, you always look how you should look. It just... It took years for me to get to a place where I'm like, I, I refuse to live like this anymore. Right, right. And you know what? When you said that when everything is in its place, I just started laughing to myself because I'm having some friends over. And my thing is don't open them closet doors. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything, you know, that I couldn't find room for has been shoved in the closet. And that's almost like an analogy of what I did with Cookie, my personality, you know, was kind of like shove it to the side and see how I can fit in to this group of people yes. I want to be accepted by. And Absolutely. that was any group that I was in. Yes. So I learned very quickly in adolescence that things that were outside of that exception would get you made fun of. Yes. So I learned very quickly not to share that I was an NSYNC fan or a Backstreet Boy fan. I learned not to share that I loved comic book. Like, oh, no, I learned very quickly. Like, you do not do that. And today it's so funny because today you see all these people of color and they're like, oh, yeah, I was rocking with NSYNC back in the day. And I'm like, well, where were you at when I wanted to talk about <laughs> what happened with Lance and Justin? <laughs> you know, like what? So it, it's interesting to see people starting to be their more authentic selves. Yeah, because I think, too, for a long time, I kind of hid that I liked, you know, Fleetwood Mac and Queen um, and and some of that, you know, that rock right. that wasn't acceptable rock by black people and you didn't hear it played on, you know, urban radio stations. So, yeah, there was that. And I think the other thing about me um, that I hid is that I liked old classic movies. Oh. And whenever you would go, you know, to someone's house and there would be a really good old Cary Grant movie or oh, okay. Lucille Ball movie on and you'd say, let's watch this. They would start laughing um, if you did if you didn't want to watch what was the the, the yeah. newest, most current movie out there. You know what I mean? See, mine was the Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. And I used to like the soap operas, the Young uh -huh. and the Restless, like. 
I was on it and people would be like, why, why do you want to watch this? I'm like, cause this is good. Like this is good TV. So it, it's very interesting to see how we all were so interested in having this appearance that we were hiding the things that made us truly us. Exactly. And I think for me, like I said, mine has been a 40 year journey and it wasn't until I got divorced Mm. and was then by myself, but not by myself. You know, like I still had the responsibilities of my children and, you know, I was, I had moved into a relationship, uh, but I still didn't know who I was. And I, at, at one point I had to basically cut things off with with people and not necessarily like I don't want to speak to you anymore or I don't want to be around you anymore but I needed to spend some time getting to know who I was and what I found for my authentic self is I am comfortable in my skin I am comfortable being cookie I'm cookie at work I'm cookie at home. And while there are degrees to who I am, because of obviously, you know, you cannot act the way you act at home in the workplace. Right. I'm still me. And and I'm not going to couch it anymore to make someone else feel comfortable. Because now I'm uncomfortable and now I'm walking on eggshells. So it's funny you mentioned that. So as we can see, I am actually covered in tattoos. I'm Which, let me just say, <laughs> I never would have thought because in my mind, I have pictured you a certain way. Very right. conservative, extremely conservative. Yes. And now I'm looking. I'm at 13. I'm at 13. I think I'll stop at 14. <laughs> I think we'll keep it an even number. Okay. Um, but I I went to work the other day and I usually dress in layers because you never know how the weather is going to be. And it was hot because the air had kicked off and I took off my jacket and some of the teams were coming in to visit with me and you could see on certain people's face, they had the same image that you did. Like she's very conservative. And usually in the past, I would have gotten up, put on my jacket and and I was like, I, I'm sorry, I'm comfortable. I, I don't want to be hot. There's nothing wrong with my tattoos. They're not, you know, explicit. They're, they're simply flowers. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make myself uncomfortable because you decided to be uncomfortable with something as simple as a tattoo. And I sat there and I sat there for the rest of the day, you know, walking up and down the aisles and you could see the shock on people's faces. I'm like, well, you hired me now. Like, this is what I look like. I will show up to work with blue hair, purple hair. Um, I, I have some pictures I'll show you after, but you'll be like, oh, wow, that was you. I, I like to be comfortable and I like what I like. And as long as I'm not harming anyone, what's the problem? You know what? I think that is that is my model when it comes to me being my authentic self. As long as I am doing no harm to others right? to be me, then I'm going to let you be you. I'm going to let you let I'm going to let you do what you do. And if it comes to a point where it's not for me, then I know how to bow out gracefully. But right. I'm not going to stop you from being you. 
I do know how to remove myself. And I remember once when I was going through my divorce, my brother gave me this book and it was called What People Think About You Is None of Your Business. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to understand that you can walk into a room and there are 10 people in it. And each one of those people is going to have a different thought or ideal about who you are. Idea, mm -hmm. right? I've done that to other people. And what I've had to realize is that once I leave the room, I don't care. Right. And it's not a, um, I don't care, like, F you. You know yeah. what I mean? It is a... This is who I am. And if you like me, that is fantastic. And if you don't like me, that is fantastic. Right. You get that chance to choose. Absolutely. Um, I remember at one particular job, I showed up um, with blue hair. It was, <laughs> and it was cool. I love that blue hair. I might do it again soon. Um, and I remember everyone's like, you came in here like that oh my gosh like when so-and-so sees it they're gonna freak out and I said well what what does my hair color have to do with my ability to do my job right what does it have to do with my talent or skills I'm outperforming everybody on my team if my hair color is a problem then I'm, I'm on the wrong team right and I think we I think a lot of times uh you know myself and others and I've had these conversations with other people we spend a lot of time worrying about mm -hmm. what is the next person going to think. And the one thing I've learned um, is that when people are making decisions about their life and they're making changes or doing something, I've never had anybody call me up and say, hey, Cookie, what do you think about this? What do you think about what I'm doing? They just live. Right. And like I said, my motto is be yourself and do no harm. Do no harm. Absolutely. And that is what I try to live by. Yes. So speaking of being yourself, so we're seeing this increase of what it's typically known as blurs, which is like black nerds. Mm -hmm. But I think that's like just a generalization. I think we're seeing more people of color just kind of like stepping into arenas that they were probably already in, but they were in the back of that arena. Right. So like this, there's this huge trend all over social media with uh, it's a it's a rock band called Paramore. And I remember when they first came out and I was like, oh, my God, I love them. Like I was invested and everybody else was like, oh, what's wrong with you? Now you see all these like black people like they're like, no, they're, they're part of our family. You know, Haley Williams, like they will go to war for that young lady. <laughs> like it is crazy. And, it's, and I'm just like, wow, like where were you guys at? Like you are my people. Right. I remember going to it wasn't actually a Paramore concert. It was a Fallout Boy concert during and late. Mm -hmm. And I had to drag my at the time significant other with me. And he was fuming. He was, oh, I want to go see these people. So we get there and Paramore is the opening act. He was in love with Haley. Like, we played Paramore the whole way back from that concert. He had a really good time in this arena that he was dreading going to. And there weren't too many people of color there. But I remember looking over and seeing a young black lady. And I was like, sis, I see you. I see you. Like, we were so excited just to see each other in this arena. And it just made it such a better experience. Right. And I think that is the great part about 
you know, once you get comfortable with yourself and you 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 feel uh, comfortable expressing yourself, mm-hmm. that is when you get to do new things, go yes. in different places, be around and meet different people, cultivate relationships yes. that a lot of times help to make you better. Yes, and they make you happier. Yes. I just, I like being happy. I don't know who doesn't like being happy. I like being happy and being my authentic self makes me happy. Well, you know, I um, have a model that happiness is intentional Mm -hmm. and that you, you do what you need to do to get there. And as I always say, you do it in a way that uplifts other people around yes. you that uh puts a smile on people's face when they see you or you know they see what you're doing and a lot of times you know that's folks aren't comfortable doing that right you know so how do we get people to this point of or how does someone get to that point of comfortableness of taking that first step to being their authentic selves I honestly try and lead by example like I I can't expect you to be your authentic self in a place where you're not comfortable so I try my best to have people be comfortable around me um, I will talk about some of the most obscure things ever um, my new co-worker we bonded over the fact that she's an author and um, I, I used to love the R.L. Stein books, the Fear Street edition. Yes, and we sat like there like, read those. right. So she's like, oh, funny you mentioned that. I'm running into that author this weekend. So we like sat there and just had a conversation that led to a shift in our dynamic where she's clearly comfortable interacting with me now. Like we were just we I think we're in week two or three together. So we were still feeling each other out. And she's like, oh, you, you know, like you navigate these forums and, you know, just having those honest conversations and just enjoy being happy. Right. And so so the step would be then to step out, mm-hmm. talk to people, talk to different people, because you may find an area of commonality. Yes. Oftentimes there are so many areas of commonality. And, and like you said, sometimes we look at someone and we're like, Hmm, you're probably this way. I am honestly, I I used to say like I'm a weirdo, which is not a <laughs> a good way of saying things, mm-hmm. but I I would say now I'm eccentric. Right. So like you can never really guess what I'm going to say. A lot of times you're like, "Sparkle, why did you say that?" But it's funny or I'll just be sitting there singing to myself and you like, "Sparkle, like you having a whole like concert over here what is going on exactly don't even know i'm in my own little world but i just want to be comfortable and as long as like you said i'm not harming anybody what what really is the harm you know what i realized that um i thought it was a come up Mm. when i would pay for people to do things that i could do Mm. you know like my yard work the the mulching the weeding and this weekend i got out there and i did it myself Okay. And what I found was that I like it. Like, I like working with my hands. So that's something that I'm going to embrace now, you know, because that is a part of who I am. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a seamstress and I love fabric. Really? Oh, 
Girl, I love fabric. I love touching it and feeling the textures and you know okay. and and for a while it used to it was a happy place for me and what mm -hmm. i'm finding is that as i'm coming back to some of the things that i love to do working with my hands is one of them nice. um like i said i used to think it was because i was you know i used to wear the french tip nails and carry the louis vuitton purse and i still like a good louis vuitton every once in a while i'm so mad at them um well I'm not. <laughs> but, you know, for me, I thought that was the status. Right. And now I realize it's not. And there are other things that I in, that I like doing with my hands more because it allows me to think and get creative and release energy and increase the endorphins. And I realize that is really a part of who I am. I'm more that girl than I am Miss Bougie Foom Foom. You know what I'm saying? See, I go on waves. Like, there are times, like, well, so, okay. So, typically, you will see me outside of the house, like, not at work or, like, just generally. And you might be like, why does she look like that? Like, I typically go for looking homely, <laughs> but it's comfortable. Like I want a t-shirt, some yoga pants, some sneakers, hair in a bun, going. I'm going. And I remember the other day, my mom was like, I remember you used to get up, get dressed, do your makeup, like everything. I was like, mom, ain't nobody got time for that. Like, I'm going to be comfortable, right. get my groceries, come back home. And she was like, but you, I said, mom. When it's time for me to dress up and show up, I know how to present. Right. And she's, oh, I just, mom, maybe one day I'll get back there. But today I want to be outside right. looking like who did it and what for and be comfortable in it. So just, and Right. And just be yourself. Right. And be comfortable in it. And I think that's the whole purpose of this is you don't need anybody's permission right. to be you. Um, work on that being you in a way that uplifts and inspires yes others i think that's what i'm really trying to get absolutely. at absolutely absolutely um i shared today um with one of my friends i was telling him about the podcast mm -hmm. and running some ideas past him and i shared with him um i went to one of his events and how i had prepared myself and you know you can have best plans in place and nothing goes as planned um i didn't get to change my hair before the event and it was like it's a lot it was a large amount of faux locks mm -hmm. and it was teal and purple and my dress when i tried it on it fit well but i didn't try it on with heels mm. so when i put on the heels my split was a lot higher than i thought it was going to be so I was mortified. I'm driving to this event and I'm like, oh man, these people are going to be judging me. And no, I got to that event. There were people dressed a little more scantily clad. People like were so nice and complimentary. And I was worried about everything that other people were going to think when I looked good. Right. I liked my hair before that event. I liked the dress before that event. No one cared about the split. No one cared about the color of my hair. I worked the room. People, like, it was just a good time that I was so worried about how people would accept and perceive me. And it, it that was a waste of time. 
Exactly. So, I, you know, I, my purpose um, when we had this conversation about doing this is to allow other people to hear what we're saying and then determine, you know what, maybe today mm -hmm. I'm just going to be a little bit more of who I am. Yes, baby step it. Now baby don't just it. jump into it because that, that <laughs> well, don't always you know work. What? But if you decide you want to run and jump into the deep end and do a cannonball, I don't have a problem with it. I will support it. you. Um, but we just suggest baby stepping <laughs> it and getting comfortable in it so you continue to pass. But if you say, hey, I'm just doing it all at once and it works for you, good for you. Yeah, I think my journey was baby steps mm. because I had to um, get comfortable with this new iteration of myself and really it was just me all the time except I'd gotten over the people pleasing mm. and this thought of um, who's thinking about me um, and what they're thinking about me not really who's thinking about me because how could you forget the fabulous cookie but <laughs> who you know what people were thinking and i think yeah. I, I i know that i've gotten to a point now where i can wash my hands of that and you know be like what you see is what you get absolutely so yes i love it i'm i'm encouraging everyone be your authentic self actually now i'm thinking about it might be some blue hair next week we'll see what happens i say it i say do you and I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of how to be and why you should be your authentic self. Yes. Thank you for taking this journey with us.